All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. I will never, ever, ever get sick of hearing La Bamba as the Edmonton Oilers skate down to hug their goaltender. It gives me the best vibes of all time. Hello and welcome to Oilers Nation After One, Two, Three. Four, five, six, seven in a row, people. See it on the screen. We are so back as the Edmonton Oilers take down the New Jersey Devils. It was the over did not cash. I felt very confident all pregaming saying I thought this one feels like it's going to be a shootout. Well, it wasn't. It was a 4-1 victory for the Edmonton Oilers with a nice empty netter in there. There was two goals that kind of felt like empty netters in that game. But hello, everybody. I am live from my version of the Sports Closet Studio where I can't keep track with the chat. When we win games, it's so much harder to start the show with all this coming in there. Hit the like button. I'm getting a lot of that. That's the first comment. Smash the like button. Subscribe to the Oilers Nation YouTube channel. We've got lots of content coming. And if you look on screen, we Christmased up Oilers Nation after dark. We got a nice little topic bar right here. We are living. We are vibing. Shout out Pat and shout out my guest tonight. He's back. He sacrificed for the Oilers earlier this season. I brought him on pregaming. There he is. Dan, the man, Nation Dan. Daniel, how are we doing this evening? Well, Aaron, after that big win, I am doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back. Hey, hey. Nice to have you back, buddy. It's nice to have you back. I said I'd bring you back. We'll get you on pregame again. And it's nice because we get to talk about an Edmonton Oilers W, people. Dan, we are 500 once again. We are back to it. I, you know, earlier this season, if you would have told me that, would we be back by, what is it, December 10th today? I don't think I would have been that confident. Would you have been? Did you see this coming? You wanted to sacrifice, and you did sacrifice. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's one of those things I think that fans believe and and I believe it to be true that this was coming, whether Woodcroft is here or not. 
you know, and, and we've seen kind of the, the right things happening here and there. And when you had me on, on the pregame and with Boardsy, uh, we spoke about, you know, that, that, that 27 different cuts that were all hitting us at the exact same time, but it started to feel like some of those things were starting to heal up. Some of the wounds were, were just becoming a little bit less. And, and some of those guys that, that needed that firing up, like we saw with an Evander Kane during the, even the bad times, uh, you know, they just started to come around and, and we've just seen it throughout this seven game win streak. Yeah, exactly. I love this from Dakian here. He said, I hate that Gavin's hair is saved. Dan, if you didn't remember, we had a bet if we weren't going to oh, be 500. Well, I forget I what do. point in the season it was. I was going to get to shave his head live on air. It would be cool to still do. There's still a chance, but I don't want that. I don't want that. We, we all want playoffs. There it is <laughs> on the screen yet again. And I pointed out he can't grow a beard like that, so it would be rough going. But that's not going to happen because the Oilers are so, so, so back. And you know who else is back? It's Greta. They're delivering us the scoring summary. Greta is the spot to watch a game in Edmonton. That game was downtown. It happened at 2 o'clock, so 5 p.m. You got so many hours left to party at Greta for Sunday Funday. There's a hell of a Sunday night football game tonight between the Cowboys and the Eagles. I recommend Greta. You know me. They have unreal features, incredible drink deals, fun fun games and of course the ice cold beer go check out greta they're the best my personal favorite but we already knew that okay it started of course we all had well okay let's address it first let's get out of the way early in the scoring summary connor brown you poor 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 man i saw everybody in this youtube chat when it happened celebrating oh my god it happened we all talked about throwing down for the anytime goal during pre-gaming i did I got so excited. The moment they showed the replay, I went, oh, fuck, that's definitely not a goal. Evander Kane absolutely got in the way of Schmidt there. Dan, poor, poor Connor Brown. Is he ever going to get one? Ah, well, hey, you know, it's, uh, it's for me to have a positive game from Connor Brown is a, is a really just a, a great yeah. thing. Um, having the goal would have been the icing on the cake, but, uh, but Connor did a lot of things that, uh, that you like to see out of him. Uh, yeah. And I mean that, I, I don't know, like it's one of those plays Evander's Evander's there. You don't want him to change his style on that play. It just is what it is. Bad luck. Uh, and, and, you know, credit to this team in the past, we've seen them deflate after a situation like that. Uh, they did not, you know, they didn't wilt and they, they kept going. <laughs> Levi says, start the map. It worked for McLeod. Honestly, <laughs> we might have to get the map going again. Not because I want to, but because I need to, to get him off the schneid right there. Yeah, it's tough. Brown put the puck in the net next time. It's going to count. I saw Lance said he's counting this one anyways. So yeah, there we go. He's got one. I saw it. I saw it go in. Okay. I saw it go in. But the first goal comes from, of course, the likeliest source, Matt Wozniak's favorite Edmonton Oiler. You texted in the group chat and said, Woz is probably beaming right now wherever he is because Derek Ryan. I turned away from the mic there to do my best Woz impersonation. He gets on the board, assisted from Gagne and my boy, I believe, Brett Kulak. It was the fourth line out, the fourth line had a hell of a game tonight. They were all over the place. You notice them everywhere, but they win an offensive zone faceoff. Gotta love to see that. Take it down for a nice cycle. Derek Ryan gets it. It was short side on that side of the net. Just kind of sneaks it in there, flutters in, goes by. 
They don't ask how, they ask how many. Derek Ryan in the fourth line tonight, Dan, they were rolling. Oh, you love to see it. And I mean, you it doesn't get talked about enough, I don't think, is this addition of Sam Gagne to this team and what he's been able to kind of produce with those fourth line minutes. And it 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 can't help but feed the rest of the team because that is an effective fourth line now that we haven't seen in years in this team. They were rolling out there today. James Hamblin, I noticed him all over the place. Very refreshing to see. You know, I've been an Adam Ernie supporter, yep. I guess. I'm not even going to say stand. Me too. Not gonna Me say too. Stand. But the way we're rolling right now, you're keeping Sam going in that lineup. And I noticed he was on power play two as well. So you got to like that. That's trust right there, people. That's He's trust. got that two-first mentality. He knows to do that, you know? Exactly. Then we move along with the Greta scoring summary to the second period where the man does it yet again. Evan Bouchard right now can do no wrong in the offensive end. That shot, dude, was perfect. 99 miles an hour. It was like low blocker height where it's just above the ice, but it's not too high. Bodies in front. He fucking blasted that thing. It went in there, goes right past Schmidt. He had no chance, in my opinion. And Evan Bouchard keeps putting up points. How many in a row is that now, Dan? We have now hit 11 games in a row with a point, and Pat's father uh, pointed out that that's the first time that this organization has had a defenseman uh, be able to contribute at this level, eh, Pat? Yeah, I think it was uh, 11 point or 11 game point streak for Bouchard now, which ties Paul Coffey. So, hey, the Paul Coffey effect. Seriously, like who better could you have coaching this guy right now? And it's only been however many games it's been. I'm not a math guy. You know that. But what he's been able to make the impact already and with Bouchard offensively, the sky is the limit, man. Like this guy can rip that puck. He has incredible vision, incredible breakouts. Boy, oh boy, do I love the power play. And we won the power play matchup tonight. We will get into some of these penalties. Wink, wink, Jack Hughes. I'm looking at you. <laughs> Soft as hell. I we'll get we'll get in, we'll get into it in a minute. I don't want to I want to go too early with this one. Then moving along, it's the third period. Is that the easiest goal Connor McDavid is ever going to score in his career, Dan? Yes or no? Uh yes. Let's say it. it. It was it was pretty simple, right? Normally it's him doing all the work to just have Zach Hyman and Evander Kane have their stick on the ice in front of the net. Well, right. we flipped roles today and Connor is able to get one. That was crazy. Schmidt came out. I was like, what's he doing? Like he took so long to make a decision. Obviously, Hyman comes in like a bat out of hell, tries to fight him off, get it going in there. Then Kane gets it, gets it out to Connor. In that moment, I was that was that's an insurance goal right there. That one felt good. Yeah, well, you need it, and this team has this team has shown its propensity to let teams back into it. So that third goal, even though the three goal lead is the most dangerous one in hockey, this team seems to just need to hit that third goal hurdle to be able to have that confidence, even if you falter a little bit. I also agree that the three goal lead is the worst lead in hockey, but I always hear it second. Pat, can you make a poll right now to ask the people what is the worst lead in hockey? Three goal lead or two goal lead? Because 30 seconds later, the New Jersey Devils score. It's Jesper Bratt. Pat, we pointed out he was our player to watch. We thought he would get on the score sheet tonight. Of course he does. He gets it done there. I was a little concerned because as we just said, we've had 
We've had the ability to blow some leads this season, and that was a beautiful. They answered so fast. Cross ice, I believe it was Andre. No, it was Nico Heeshear over to Jesper Bratt. He won times at home. The shutout was broken for Calvin Pickard, but he did have a great game. Where's your confidence level at that point, Dan? I I was still feeling okay. I was still hot. Just the just the fact that just I had a little tinge of worry uh, just because of the penalties that this team continued to take, and then you know they even found a way to take another one after that. But uh, yeah, it, it was it would it definitely wasn't a an absolute deflation moment like it had been in, in previous yeah. ed- events. I think that this six game now seven game win streak tends to help with that kind of. Said with these new Edmonton Oilers, when we're down in a game, I'm not worried. And when we let one in there, I really wasn't that worried with the way Pickard had been playing and the team in general there. I was, we're going to lock this down. It's going to happen. And then the New Jersey Devils pull their goalie with like four minutes left in the game. I was very surprised by that. I was like, holy shit, this is going to be a really long final four minutes. If there's going to be icings and whatnot going back and forth. The Oil, though, are able to get the puck out of the zone. Connor McDavid sends it over to Evander Kane. I liked how aggressively he shot it into the open net as well. Just like a, there it is, people. That is his 12th of the year. Closed out the game. What a game it was. Our boy Uram Shuck was live on the scene. Calvin Pickard makes 26 saves on 27 shots. Gotta love that. That's a 9.63 save percentage. Connor McDavid, two points. Kane, two points, each with a goal and an apple. It was just an all-around, all-around good game. We knew that we were getting New Jersey on the second night of a back-to-back. I believe this was their fourth game in yeah, in six nights, I believe, in a different city each night. So it's got to be tough. I don't apologize. You play who you play. The schedule is what it is. We racked up a dub. We are now back to 500. Let me catch up here in the chat. Captain Pickard engage, says Corey D. I really like that. That one made me giggle. Lance said four minutes is weird. Right now the chat is at the two goals is the worst lead. It has 69% of the votes. Nice. Yeah, everything. Backdoor to Hamblin would have been gorgeous. Lots of good stuff here. It's so positive right now, dude. There yeah. there hasn't been much negative negativity in the chat for these last couple of games. I'm sure it will come. I'm sure we'll find something. We do have to find the good, bad, and oily. So you know what? Let's get into it. The good, bad, the oily. It's brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories. That's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. All right, give it to me. We got some good right here. It can't be ignored as much as some fans might want to ignore the offensive production of Evan Bouchard. He's more than a point-per-game player. I believe he came in with 27 points in 24 games. So he's 28 and 25. More than a point-per-game. 11 games in a row with a point, as we said. First guy to do that since Paul Coffey. Dan, you told me a crazy stat. What was Paul Coffey's longest streak? Uh, I'll have to bring it up here because it was I was – I was absolutely loving being able to go down that wormhole of how of all the different streaks. I found that Andre Kovalenko once had a 10-point streak. Sam Gagne once had a 10-point streak. Uh, for Paul Coffey, his longest point streak was actually 28 games in a row from uh, November 27th, 1985 to, to January 25th, 1986. That's, that's crazy. Games. 
Insane. That is a- absolutely insane. And that he is behind the bench leading this decor right now. But okay, Dan, just go off, go off, King, for a minute. Can you tell the fans, give the Evan Bouchard appreciation minutes? I always say you get the best, of, you get everything with Bouch. Sometimes he can be a liability. He really hasn't been that much of a liability lately. Sure, we all remember the beginning of the season. Go off, King. Give my boy some props right now, Evan Bouchard. Well, it's 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 twofold, right? Because because people that say that Evan has a, a defensive liability to his game, sure, maybe that's true. But what what everybody's been kind of clamoring for is this offensive spark that can really tend to erase some of those blemishes for you because he has had made some mistakes when it comes to his play, even in these, in this win streak. But when you're not one of those 27 cuts that are are making the team just bleed out and bleed dry, it's easier for the fans to overlook that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, uh, fans always, we are fanatics. That is the, that is the shortening of the word fans. We're always going to be hard on guys, especially when, we we know it to be true that that is one of the reasons as to why we're having the issues. But when when Evan is putting the puck in the back of the net and he is and he like you see it in just the swagger. It's I can't describe it any other way than to just say that there's a swagger with this team when they are clicking on all cylinders and Evan Bouchard is clicking on all cylinders right now. It doesn't matter if they have a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a lapse here or there because you're going to be you're going to be coming back firing again. So, yeah, wonderful to see it from him. Stick it to the haters. I get it. You have to find some reason to be frustrated with this kid. And sure, his defensive issues are there. But when the offense is working, we're all quiet. We're all loving it. And we're just enjoying the ride right now. I get why he gets some of the hate, but you got to take the good with the bad when he's delivering mm-hmm. like this. You got to give him his flowers. Here you go. Here you go. I'm giving you right here. There's plenty that we could have picked for the good. Calvin Pickard, sure. Mm-hmm. He's going to be my hot performer. So just wait, everybody. Just wait for a second. But I laughed really hard at this from Patrick, so I had to bring it up here. Campbell definitely needs to go take his cats for a walk after that one. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into it in a minute, but I, after seeing a performance like that against a team like the New Jersey Devils, I better not be seeing Jack Campbell up on the NHL squad for the rest of 2023 and maybe 2024. We'll cover that in the new year, new year, new me. But right now, I think Pickard played great, but we'll get into that in a minute. Also good, Dan. Sure, you're a big fan. I wasn't in the building, but the next-gen stuff was going on during the game today. And whoever that kid was doing the PA announcing <laughs> did a great job because I could yeah. tell from my house that he was doing a great job. He had energy. He had the vocals behind it. I thought that was great. That was really cool. All the interviews with Gene. Gene did a great job, too, with everything. He's such a ah. beauty, such a pro. Dan, what would you do the next-gen stuff? The next gen game is is such a cool initiative that you see from around the league. I was I was lucky enough to be there last year when we played the Anaheim Ducks for it. Uh, you know, some of the things that you don't even get to see in the broadcast is the the players' pictures. I know that uh, last year, and I, I assume this year too, they had uh, drawings done by by kids of each of the players up on the screen. Sportsnet had the had the kids' photos up on the screen. It's just. 
it's it's cool to see the league embracing fun and new initiatives, exciting things that can try to introduce a younger group to this to this to this game. The next thing I'm looking forward to is a, is an Oilers game where we're playing on the ice hockey in 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 the Toy Story world, or or you know we're heading off into into Legoland and we're playing a Nickelodeon hockey. slime game. Yeah, let's exactly go. NFL style. I'm 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 eager to see that kind of movement because kids need to be introduced to this game that we love so much. We give we shit on the NHL a fair amount, right? I thought this was great. This is very well done. It's cool. Young kids need to see it, and if you're going to do it that ways, and also. If I was a young kid, I was into broadcasting. If you would have given me that opportunity at a young age, that would have been, I could have died happy right there. It was such a dream to do that. I'm sure those kids had a great time. I saw somebody in here. I can't find it, but they said, oh, Naeem, a family friend of mine sang the anthem today. It's on the screen. She was amazing. Shout out your family friend. Unreal rendition of the anthem. Just, Just absolute pipes on that young woman. Yeah, lots of good tonight, dude. We could have done the good for like 20 straight minutes here. But you know what? We got to do bad. I didn't want to pick some bad. But hey, you know what we got to do here? We hold everyone accountable. Pat, let's take a look here. We said it's the penalties. Now, I'm twofold on this one. Jack Hughes, uh, I saw somebody in the chat put, they better turn down the AC in the building because the smallest gust of wind might knock this guy over right now. <laughs> he was flopping and diving all over the place. Don't get me wrong. I get why he's doing it. He did a good job of doing it. It was effective. They got power plays. But that's the thing with the Oilers. So I'm a little a little torn because some of those were weak as shit, if you ask me what. But they did get made. The calls were made. And the Edmonton Oilers allowed the best penalty or power play in the NHL to get how many opportunities did they get? Were they 0 for, 0 for 4? So the PK... Hey, is great. Don't get me wrong, but that is too many penalties to be giving to a team that good. And I know they didn't score. Shout out Pickard, but it could have it could have gone out of hand there, Dan. Well, statistically, your 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 power play in New Jersey is clicking at a thirty percent better than thirty percent rate, and you give them the opportunity to score on one and four. That ain't good odds for the team. So yeah, I mean, it's for me, it's. It's not even so much like you mentioned. The, of course, you're going to deal with the diving and stuff, but it's the it's the step after that. And you saw it when whenever a Hughes brother, especially, was the one at the center of attention. Uh, the Oilers can't just you need to just skate away from that and get away from that nonsense. Let the replays play on the screen and let us boo them and let them know that they are the dive squad that they are. You guys, we get it as as hockey fans. So yeah, I just I guess for me it's it's just the yeah you're playing with fire. You cannot ask of ask of Pickard more than you need to, and that was a, a perfect example of something that you could have just tightened it up. It's nitpicky, but you needed to tighten it up. We got to do what we got to do here, but could have been good as well. The penalty kill, pitching a hundred percent right there yet again. They deliver. The PK has been absolutely incredible lately. The face-offs, I bring it up every episode. Who is this team? I don't know, but they can stay, man. They can stay. They can have my <laughs> house. They can do whatever they want here. Talking about the penalties, though, 
when Matias Ekholm, I believe he tripped Jack Hughes earlier in the game, and he beelined after the whistle and ran right at Jack Hughes to give him a piece of his mind. Dude, I could smell the fear coming off <laughs> Jack Hughes all the way from my house right there. I would have been terrified. Don't get me wrong. But you saw the fire in Ekholm's eye. He was pissed, and he was like, you're diving, you're embellishing, whatever you want to say there. I'm sure there were a couple other choice words in there, but the fear of God put into Jack Hughes there by Matias Ekholm. You got to love it. The Viking gets angry. Did you laugh at that, Dan? Because I sure did. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, and again, I just, it's, it's the one piece is that I just wish that the team would be like, you know what? You got us on that one. You made the referee look like a dummy. We're going to make you look bad after this PK. Like it just, you, you, you got to let these kids do this kind of stuff. And, and I was disappointed as a hockey fan. When I watch a team come in, I don't get to see the New Jersey Devils all that often. I wanted to see some skill out of these huge boys. And it seemed like, the only two players on the team for New Jersey that were even awake was Brat and uh, Heischer there. So, you know, disappointing from that element. I just want to see some skill from those guys rather than the shenanigans after the whistle. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, they're the Pates of the League. You want to see him score goals, not not do all that other stuff, but hey, whatever. Moving along here to the oily. I see QF Bro said this could have been the bad. The Brown called back goal. Gosh. I'm picking it as oily because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. This poor, poor man. I keep saying it. If the last game he hit one on the side of the net, right, that we all thought was a goal, whatever we celebrated, I'm sure he didn't. This one today, he tucks. What a celebration from the boys. They all came in, giving him so many hugs. You know, dude, you did it off the schneid, everything. And then it gets called back. Immediately, I said, after the first replay of that, I knew that was not going to be a goal. I don't blame Evander Kane. As you said, that's the game you play. That's what you get with him. But man, you just got to laugh. You got to laugh at this point, right, Dan? Yeah, well, and and again, it, it, for me, for Brown, it's the the goal would have been the icing on the cake. But man, oh man, he's having some good games. He's doing the right things. He's strong on the stick. He was noticeable on that PK as a as a player that you know you've got a skill guy there. But he's out on the PK and he's able to 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 be effective in his role where you know earlier in the year i think he was noticeable for the negative so you know it, it yes we have to have the oily and and brown is it because that was that would have been that would have been a, you saw the celebration you saw the excitement from the teammates everybody was getting in there for a head nog like it was just it was it's great to i see wanted that. to get in there i wanted yeah. to get in and celebrate i was so happy that's just it so yeah it's it's it could could have been could have been something that could have 
derailed this team a little bit. Didn't let it happen, and that's the be- that's the beauty of it. But yeah, it's it's oily to me. I uh, threw down a couple shekels for a Brown anytime goal scorer on Betway. 19 plus, please play responsibly. But it didn't happen. Just sprinkle a little. And you know what? I have to sprinkle again next game because I swear if he scores a goal and I don't have sprinkle on it, I'm going to feel very defeated. So you just got to keep going. Shoot or shoot. That's what's going to happen. Okay, that's it for the good, bad, and oily presented by Alberta Blue Cross. I want to bring this up as well before. Join the Oilers Nation crew live on the Oilers Nation YouTube on December 21st at 5.30 p.m. as we take on who? The New Jersey Devils. Yet again, we got to play them once again. So we got to see some skill. Come chat with us, watch the game, possibly win some sweet prizes. Dan, I'm sure. Are you going to be along for this one? You're going to come hang for this one? I have been invited. I got the invite in my email, and I'm just have. I'm waiting to see if I uh, if I'm going to be able to make the cut. But I think I'm going to be there. I want you, as you see my face right there, I looked shocked and awed. I looked like either something really good happened or something really bad happened. I want you right next to me, holding me it. down, holding me together, keeping me grounded, because that's my boy Dan. That's what he does. Also, I want to get in a plug here for the Nation Vacation. Christmas mm-hmm. is coming up. Give the gift of a Nation Vacation this holiday season. You can send your favorite fan on the trip of a lifetime to Arizona with the Oilers Nation crew, yours truly included, from February 18th to the 20th, flights, hotel, hockey, and the time of their life included. If somebody wants to get me that for Christmas, I have not paid yet. I would totally (laughs) take it. I would love that. Shout out Alberta Blue Cross there getting behind that trip. And we are now offering a no-flight option for $999. If you'd like to book your own flights, but join us for the party, we got you, people. We got you. Come hang. Come hang. It's going to be warm out there. It's going to be really cold here. And with the way the boys are playing right now, I mean, I know that's far away, but I don't, right now, I can't see this run stopping anytime soon. So we're going to keep going. <laughs> Maylander Tim, I want to go to Phoenix, but need a roommate. You heard him, people. Get in his DMs. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go help out Tim. You don't want him to sleep alone. You got to bunk up. That's what that's what friends are for. That's what family's for. And that's what we are in this chat right now. Dan, are you going to be coming on this one? I am not, unfortunately. Uh, I was just a part of the coordination of it, so I am yeah. excited to be able to have the behind-the-scenes information. Excited for everybody to be able to check out Mullet Arena. I've only heard good things about the environment there and the atmosphere that they create. So, you know, it's it's cool for us. We've been going to a lot of the same cities over the past few years, going to Vegas, going to Calgary, all those kinds of things. Now we're getting to check out some new places and excited to be able to bring Oiler fans with us. So I'm I'm hyped that you guys are going to be able to go. I'm hoping to be able to be back on that nation vacation bandwagon next year, but you guys are going to have a blast in Arizona. I'm hyped that you're hyped that I'm hyped. That gets me hyped, dude. Let's go. That gets me going. It's me a good time. I said going to be really warm and there's so many limited seats in there that I really Oilers nation travels in packs. You know, this better than anyone. I believe that's going to be covered in orange and blue around the mullet right there. I'm really excited to take this place over and see who can be the loudest fan in the building because I'm putting my hat in the ring for that one that I'm going to try and be as obnoxious as humanly possible. Maybe not obnoxious, just I'm going to have a good time, but okay. told you to keep it down in Vegas when we were there, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly yeah vegas <laughs> was a rowdy rowdy time i've only been on one of these vacations and it was a lot of fun but okay take a look at the doordash hot and cold performers this evening for a limited time our listeners can get 25 percent off and zero delivery fees on their first order 
of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code, all capitals, Nation25. Okay, my heart performer, I gave away the sneak peek earlier. It's obviously Calvin Pickard. It has to be. I said 26 saves on 27 shots. He had 9-6-3 men. Pat is so good at his job. He makes these graphics on the fly. Look at that. Pat, I love you. You're the best. You're the best there is, there ever will be. That's my boy right there. But Calvin Pickard, right? He plays great. So I want to pick your I want to pick your brain on this one, Dan. Ah. Does him playing this good and you see it against arguably the best offensive team in the NHL? He allows one goal. He's playing this well. He has arguably better NHL, like has better NHL numbers than Jack Campbell. I think he has better AHL numbers. Somebody check me on that. You save a million dollars if Jack Campbell is in the AHL. Why the hell would Jack Campbell ever come back up for the rest of this year at least? We're riding with Stuart Skinner, but now we know, and I thought we've known, but tonight really showed it with Calvin Pickard. If Skinner needs a night off, Pickard is more than up to the task, up to the challenge, and can play serviceably. You save a million dollars. He's not a head case. I think it's a no-brainer decision that Jack stays down there. I keep reading that this is going to happen, that Jack might come back before the holiday break. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills if this happens. Am I crazy or am I making sense? Uh, You're making sense from a fan's perspective. The only thing I think that I would say (laughs) is, is kind of plays into it. And the reason that I will play devil's advocate here is just because you have to figure out this Jack Campbell situation. Jack Campbell is a key to this team. I know what it is. He sucks. Hey, but whether it's whether he sucks or whether it's just this isn't the environment for him, you have to look at being able to make a make a change here because you have to find somebody or somewhere to have him because he then unlocks the Connor Brown money from next year. So for this team, the the to me, the incentive is to get him off of your roster by the end of the 2023 24 season and you've got you've got a solution there so bringing him up in the nhl in that situation i think is really just uh we're trying to to showcase something out of him that could make it worth another team taking the flyer on him and taking a shot at him money for money maybe it is but yeah some kind of transaction has to happen with this guy I know that we're back at 500 because like earlier, right? You make the argument, we can't afford to bring him back because we're chasing. Maybe if we get a couple games above 500, you could bring him back. I still think it's absolutely nuts. There's no reason to bring him back. I get your argument that you want to get him to showcase him, show him off, maybe get some amount of value. I also think I've seen this guy play hockey for a year and a half now. I know what he is. And Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say that he sucks. I shouldn't said that earlier because he can play well he can do it i'm just i don't want to see it up here in edmonton right now if i know pick pickard's better than him skinner is better than him you play the better players in the higher up league in the nhl i think it's a no-brainer let me know in the chat what you think here i got a couple stand with dan's Someone said straight to jail for you, Dan. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Kind of up I, and down here. Uh, I just, says if we clinch a playoff spot in March, you can call him up. Your rebuttal. I guess I would just like my thing is is that 
yes, Pickard is serviceable and, and has been great in the in arguably great in the opportunities that he's been given by this team. But also in saying that the team hasn't been comfortable giving him these opportunities. And again, I don't think that that's correct, but they're riding Stuart Skinner and we've already played that movie last year and it didn't turn out well for the team. So Skinner needs to have his games curtailed. If that's going to be Pickard, let's get him out there a few more times. Let's find some more spots for him and keep him going. Yes, there has been that huge break in there. And so I, I understand that, that maybe you haven't been able to get him out there. I just think that for me, Campbell comes in and he spells Skinner a little bit more than Pickard has. And that's maybe just a trust thing. I don't know. But yeah, it's a it's a tough quantity to have. And I just think that Jack Campbell has to outplay what Pickard is doing in the NHL. And he hasn't up until this point. So it doesn't make sense at this moment. And don't get me wrong. My first choice would be for Jack Campbell to find his game yeah. and be worth the $5 million. I would, lo- I would love that. I would love to not have to complain and sit here and do all that. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think it's happening right now. But Jack's made a good point. He says, lay off Campbell. Complaining is a bad mojo. Exactly. Because we won the game tonight. What am I even doing? Why are we even not even want to get negative with Jack Campbell? He's not up here right now. Let's let him Let's let him mm-hmm. cook in the minors for a little bit more. Agreed. So, Calvin Pickard, let's get back to positive. He was great tonight. 26-27 saves. A lot of people here are saying his lateral movement is way better than a guy like Jack Campbell. I'm no goalie aficionado like that, so I don't really know. Stay positive, Aaron. I noticed that he, that he stopped the puck more often than not. That's all I needed. A nice above 900 save percentage. Is there anything that you want to say about Pickard we haven't already? No, I think I, I think it's just really that quantify or unquantifiable quality that he has where it's just that confidence and again that swagger that maybe maybe his addition has helped Skinner even in that element. So yeah, it's I don't know what the certain je ne sais quoi is, but I like his elements to the team that he's bringing. I love how just just, you know, everybody gets it going. Jack Campbell really gets it going in the chat right now. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I feel like I just started through a lit match somewhere yeah. and just got it going and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, know what? Oh, We're going to be positive, actually. Yeah, there we go, everybody. Hey, it's all loving here, everybody. So I'm going to go to my cold performer. Oh, do you have any other hot performers that you want to single out? Fourth line, maybe? Well, hey, uh, hot performers? I, I got to give some love to a guy that I have been – just I think neutral on this whole time is Warren Fogle. Uh, the guy, when he is on, once a game, he makes me feel like I have to do that check. Is it a three or is it a, seven, a nine? You know, it, I just, I'm just not sure if it's Connor or it's him. And that is that is exciting to me. And and I just I I love what he brings to this team when he's on, and he is on right now. Yep, very true. Very true. I, li- I like that. And, you know, I'm going to give some other hot performer. Yeah, we mentioned earlier Sam Gagne. Obviously, Evan Bouchard. But he was the good. He was the good. Uh, let's move along to some cold performers. Let me know in the chat if you have any. I've been loving this problem lately, Dan, of I'm having a hard time picking cold performers because we're just playing so damn good lately. So good I really don't want to complain. I said my cold performer was going to be Jack Hughes because he was diving all over the place, doing whatever he was. That one's a little bit of a cop-out, too easy. So everybody, Danger Suede, as I said that, he goes, cold performer is Hughes' balance. <laughs> as a doctor, I would recommend he sees someone about it. Danger Suede, we are, we are going right now, buddy. We are thinking the same things. Cold performer is the two waved-off goals. Yeah, I could maybe get down with that. You got anything for that, Dan? 
Oh man, it's I'm gonna give it out to Kevin Pollock. That guy needs to take a chill pill, relax. The guy, it seems like he may have had the under on this game. He was so emphatic <laughs> on that Nugent Hopkins goal. I even dropped it in the chat. I think he did. It's uh you know, Shane Pinto gets suspended. Why not Pollock too? Um, let's start rumors on this show. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It seems like recently the referees have become more and more of the show and I want less and less of that. And I'm getting sick and tired of it with the linesman, but his just, like I said, his, his demeanor around that second called off goal was just shenanigans. It felt weird. Um, I see Louis DeBrus could be the cold performer. I also thought Louis was losing his voice by the end of the game. He sounded like he was getting a little hoarse right there. Rest up, Louis. Get some tea. We need you back for Tuesday. Late game against the Blackhawks. Wise Kyle, I hear you in here. We don't want to keep going with Jack Campbell. We don't want to keep going with Jack Campbell. I love him. I love you, Wise Kyle. I love everybody. ELE, everybody. Let's get along. Um, other cold performers. Not really yeah. everybody here saying the reps, but we don't really want to do that. Nice. Bo says the posts are cold performers. Come on, just bend out of the way. Really was selfish by them right there. Oh, I didn't mean to click that one. <laughs> uh, no, that's a great comment, Aaron. I'm really glad that that somebody brought that up because, man, oh, man, was that an absolute nightmare. Uh, the comment was asking, did anybody see the Florida-Columbus game? That's what actually distracted me for the first 10 minutes of this game. Uh, my computer was having some issues uploading that for HockeyFights.com. You can check it out if you haven't seen it yet over at HockeyFights.com. Uh, Nick Cousins and Eric Branson had a fight, and my, oh, my, uh, Nick Cousins took Branson out from behind. And it's one of those hits. I'd love people to check it out and give me their their feedback on it because it's starting to become one of those things of are you supposed to defend yourself or and are you putting yourself in a def, in a defenseless position like Branson? I feel like did in this moment, uh, and and then he got real upset about it. No call on the play against Cousins, and he absolutely ragdolled cousins to the ice and then just punched him cousins actually didn't get a fighting major in that which i haven't seen in my five years working for hockey fights in an nhl game where one guy doesn't get a fighting major for it so it's uh it's rarefied air but yeah it's a it's a big hit and uh and then a big reaction from gabranson afterwards i don't know i was too focused on football going on and the oilers game right there you had mentioned it but i hadn't looked at it yet yeah Holy, he crunches into the boards, looks like he's out. And then all of a sudden he's like, what is it? The undertaker when he kicks himself out of the coffin, he just comes up and he's like, you. Yeah, it it was (laughs) was incredible. Holy cow. What a play. Hey, go check out hockey fights. Everybody. Dan runs an unreal account. How many more team, how many more followers? Do you have the teams? How many teams do you have more followers than Jesus? That was hard. To on Instagram, we have seven. We're, we're higher than seven NHL teams. We're chasing down the Winnipeg Jets currently. Do you hear how impressive that is, people? He has more followers than seven NHL franchises. Because, <laughs> dude, before I worked here, I followed hockey fights for like years before I even knew it was you that ran it. You do a great job. Stick Thanks, taps buddy. in the chat for Dan, everybody. Appreciate it, everyone. I lost you on mic, Eric. Can you hear me now? I just, my screen popped up and said my mic was on. Can you hear me oh, now? I got you now, yeah. Okay, there you go. I don't know what just happened. I stick tap the table. Dan broke everything. I get too excited. You know me. It's what I do. <laughs> Seven in a row will do that to you, but okay. Let's look ahead to Tuesday night's game. We're going to be taking on the Chicago Blackhawks. The late one, it's going to be an 8 p.m. 
So it will be after dark. My windows are closed. Is it dark out right now? It should be, right? It absolutely is dark out. Yeah, pitch black at 5.30. Of course, <laughs> welcome to Edmonton. Um, looking ahead, Blackhawks, 8 p.m. I would assume Stuart Skinner is back in the net for that one. The Blackhawks, they're not having a great season so far. They are 9-16-1. and one. What do you think the score prediction is going to be? And give me an anytime goal scorer while I try and figure out my mic. Uh, well, you know, the Blackhawks, they've been, they've been coming on as of recently. They shut out the Ducks two games ago and beat the Blues three to one in the last game and had a fight between Reese Johnson there and uh, the guy in the Blues is escaping my memory. But, uh, you know, good, good, talented team there. But like you said, Aaron, uh, pretty frustrating season for them this, this season. We've seen the off ice shenanigans that have, have, uh, kind of taken over the headlines there, uh, after the Bedard show had started off our season with fans being upset there so yeah I, I i would say that this this edmonton team the way it's clipping right now with Stuart skinner behind him i'm gonna say a six nothing edmonton oilers win Woo! let's go daniel i like that. you know me i don't usually go that crazy but it, it just has a feeling I also think I got my mic fixed up again. You I hit did. the table so hard, the cord came out. I noticed it. taps. I'm going to smash my microphone to say congratulations. I get excited. It's what I said. Yeah, I'm going to go with, I think it's going to be a dominant victory. I'm going to go 5-1 Edmonton Oilers. And I'm going to say, I think Darnell Nurse is due for a goal. I think he's mm-hmm. going to step up in the rush. We'll see that. The defense this season. They, they're stepping up now that we got Paul Coffey, so you could see some goals being scored. My boy Patrick is back there. Pat, I would like to get a uh, prediction from you and an anytime goal scorer, of course. Mm, predictions. I'm probably going to err on the same kind of line as you guys. I'll maybe go 4 nothing Edmonton, and I'm going to put Connor McDavid in for a goal. Uh, I think the Connor Connor show is going to come out a little bit, and McDavid's just going to show him who's been in the league longer. What do you yeah, think about Bouchard true. getting a point, though? Oh, I'm 100%. I think it's yeah. – I mean, the power play is going to be out. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a good storyline. That's the Patrick Pops special right there. Yeah, when he told me that, I was like, that's a crazy stat. Shout out to Patrick's dad for giving us those numbers right there. That's That's the beautiful gap of generation to generation. We're passing it down the line, and now we're passing it out to everybody else. Shout out Pat's dad. Also, want to get this in quickly for Nation Gear. Get your favorite fan the gift of Nation Gear this holiday season. Order by December 10th. That's today, people. That's going to be over in a couple hours. To ensure you get your stuff delivered before the holidays, visit nationgear.ca to check out our latest collections. We got a new varsity collection going as well. The crew, the staff, I'm not a very creative guy like that. Like I can't draw man. And when you get to see these things that Kennedy has going, Eric has going, they do great work. That's why, that's why these things fly off the shelf. So you better go get yours right now. I haven't looked at the football scores at all right now. And I'm very curious if the Buffalo bills or the chiefs are winning. The bills are winning by three points with a minute left in the game. That's the perfect time to wrap this up right now, Dan, because I got money on the Buffalo bills. <laughs> Get up that way, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. We didn't hit Bordy's bankroll tonight. We had Boosh shots. I believe he only had one shot on goal. So while the Oilers run and or hasn't ended, mine has ended. We'll be back again on Tuesday to keep to give you some numbers, give you some stats, try and win you some money. 
responsibly. And if you're 19 plus, Dan, shout out you, shout out Pat, shout out everyone in the chats. We'll be back to do this all again on Tuesday. We've got Oilers Nation every day at 12.01 Mountain tomorrow on Monday. We'll talk then, everybody. Enjoy your Sunday night. Enjoy Sunday night football. It's a great game out there tonight. And uh, seven in a row, people. It feels good. I can't believe I just get to say seven in a row, but it's happening. The 10-game heater might be coming. Good night, everybody.